Hello again, fiends, and happy holidays. Kim and I are taking a little bit of a break from the office this week. Uh, we're really prepping for a break so- that doesn't include what we're doing right now. Yeah, this is technically work, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we're you know we're also planning out what we're doing for January and February on the podcast right now, and we thought we'd share an episode with you from the Fiend Club podcast series, Never Sleep Again. We released this earlier in 2022. It was a whole lot of fun and very ill-advised podcast series where we watched the entire Nightmare on Elm Street franchise with zero sleep. And we're giving you an episode from the middle of the pack. Yeah, so this one's a doozy. Pretend like you've already listened to the first five and that uh, it's like 3 a.m. and we're drunk on sleeplessness um, because this is a different quality than you may be used to. <laughs> this one was voted by the Fiend Club as one of the one of their favorite episodes of the podcast series. So you're getting the cream of the crop on this one. Like just and you know, like Kim said, it gets sleepier from here. Like believe it or not, <laughs> yeah, we get tired at some point. I think the entire podcast series took us 39 hours to watch and record, and we felt every minute of it. Uh, we only took a break to make cookies. <laughs> Make cookies, drink coffee, record podcasts. That was and walk the dogs. We had to keep doing that. They hated it. They were like, "Why did you bring us along for this? Why do we have to stay awake and watch these movies with you too?" Uh, but yeah, you'll there, there, there's a few little fun things that we do on every episode. We give you a quick little recap about you know how long we've been awake, how much coffee we've drank, uh, and we also have uh, ratings that we give each of the movies. Obviously, our overall rating of the film, like we would normally do in the podcast, the level of Freddie Hutzpah. The level of Freddy Hoodspa is one of my favorites. Uh, we, we also rank his his lair, Freddy's boiler room lair, and... Posters, right? Post you know, posters and franchise ranking. Wow, we did too much. We, <laughs> it was it was a big it was a big lofty goal for that single day. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, this episode here, we're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child, and uh, yeah, it does not. I I don't know. I think being completely sleep deprived is probably the way to watch. It was this the best movie. way to watch that one. I yep. will I will say that was the peak of my watch partying. You can listen to the entire Never Sleep Again podcast series right now on Patreon at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub or at patreon.com slash nightmare on film street, whichever URL you think is cooler or more fun to type out. Uh, We've also got the Midnight at Camp Blood podcast series. We'll be showing a preview for that next week. But without further ado, here's a quick little taste of what's waiting for you in The Fiend Club. And it's a full episode. I don't know if you said it's like the full episode. Oh, yeah. No, we're we're giving you the the full episode here. (laughs) It's not just a preview episode. Yeah. We hope you dig it. Enjoy. Howdy, fiends. And welcome to another terrifying Fiend Club exclusive episode of Nightmare on Film Street. We've dug a grave just for you. Enjoy. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to a very special episode of Nightmare on Film Street. I'm Kim. I'm John. And this is a Fiend Club exclusive Never Sleep Again episode. We have been up for several hours, and we are now in part five, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Child. Yeah, we the, the official tally, 14.4 hours. Uh, I had two cups of coffee while watching this movie, which brings our total to nine cups of coffee, I believe. Uh, yeah, I've the had two four, you've had five. Yeah. I'm going to have another coffee. I did not realize I was one behind. I'm getting jacked up. Also, I'm this- getting pretty sleepy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I am actually hitting my second wind. Maybe it's because I had two cups of strong coffee that I brewed myself. But this movie was a breeze. It just blew by. It did go really quickly. Yeah. And I found myself much less angry than I was for the last film. <laughs> <laughs> I just let it happen. I let it wash over me. I was like, I don't like this thought. I don't like this plot line. I was like, eh. Fuck it. <laughs> Maybe that's just like there's a there's a a grace point of sleep. Like you're 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 getting a little bit sleepy, and you're like I hate everything. And when you're really sleepy, you're just like, this is just funny, man. I'm just happy to be invited to the party. Like your <laughs> your brain has turned off. <laughs> Look at that little baby Freddy. Look at that little ugly face. All your like critical <laughs> functions, like as a film critic, are the what shuts down first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's climbing in the sweater. He's got such a dumb little head. He does. They kept his little Robert England nose. It's a boy! Okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child is currently sitting at a 5 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. 29% on Rotten Tomatoes and 2.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Okie dokie. I have seen plenty of people come out in support of this movie. Whenever there's an anniversary, you'll always find your your defenders. I you know, and I can't blame them. Because I'm over here going like, hey, what about Jason Takes Manhattan? Maybe y'all should give it another I mean, shot. you're incorrect, though. They they have some... <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, no, we, we are in the thick of it We now. are in convoluted plot Maximus. Yeah. This is some story. We are buried. We are in quicksand of yeah. plots that have come and passed and the plots that we have, we're digging deeper into this hole. Yeah, no one was given any, any help or favors in making this movie. It was all, it was a lot of just like throwing people in a room and going, figure it the fuck out. We want a baby in this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's a family man now. I don't know if you know this, there was, it's not by much, it's only like eight days, but less than a year between part four and part five hitting the theater. That's really interesting because I think I read for Dream Child that they repurposed a pitch script for part three. No. That they ultimately didn't go with because it was originally pitched as like a Rosemary's Baby meets A Nightmare on Elm Street and they thought that was too dark and twisted. But then, Oh, that's the, West, that's the original Wes Craven one, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it was a lady that pitched it, but... They didn't go with it because one of the producers was pregnant at the time, and she's oh. like, that's too fucking twisted. But then, <laughs> when her producer brain turned back on, she was like, wait, hang on. All the teenagers that fell in love with Nightmare on Elm Street are in family-making age at oh, this so point. Oh, so they'll identify with this Exactly. So they were doing it for the growing, the, the aging audience, which pretty smart that's interesting there's only like two years between these two those two movies right well i mean this and the original like the people that fell in love with the original nightmare on elm street oh i see okay yeah they get a little dark at one point though right like she's pregnant and okay so i, I gotta back this one's just bit. really weird this one's got a lot of weird it's, i don't know if it's as dark as the other ones but like kind of is it's got one dark mo ah, god damn i mean it oh, kind of opens opens there's a lot of like allusions to nun rape <laughs> Illusions. <laughs> There's some nun rape in this movie. It's not like super graphic or anything. And then they also talk about abortion at one point. Because yeah. 
So here, here's And mom's the... rejecting their babies because they're ugly. Yeah, I, this one's an uggo. I don't like it. <laughs> like, literally, it hits the floor, and another nun picks it up and's just like, hey, just a reminder. All this God's is, children. This is one of God's All children. All God's children. And the nun's but like, that get it away said, from me. Put it in a well. <laughs> Brick the well. What if we- Make a VHS tape. <laughs> Okay, so like in in part four, which we never talked about, uh, which is going to be my running theme. I'm just going to constantly refer to the movie. That See, we this talked is the previous. problem with you and this franchise is that it's not letting go of the past. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but uh, so we, we never talked about the idea that they played around with daydreaming in the fourth one. Did they? They did, and like that was kind of like. Are they? They didn't do anything with it. I'm just saying they did it. Okay. <laughs> like you, it's, it's, you say that. I, I have no recollection. There were plenty of scenes where Alice was daydreaming. And it, it had that so, same sort of look where like, ooh, we're we're maybe not in the real world right now. What's going to happen? Nothing actually happened. It was just like her fantasizing about telling her teachers off, telling her dad off. Nothing ever came of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, true. Yeah. So, so we introduced just like they were just playing around with like, what else can we do with dreams? Uh, something that the reboot does not get enough credit for. The reboot actually does some really interesting stuff. We'll get to it in 12 hours. <laughs> uh, this one brings up the notion that babies dream. Like, unborn babies. Okay. In utero. Yes. Dream. Going to full out admit this, I hate the child plot. I hate everything about it. I hate thinking about Freddy as a child, even though I like the special effects. I love the little baby Freddy. I thought he was really cute, especially yeah. when he climbs on the sweater. Especially because he also has like scar tissue burns. Like <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't he wasn't born with that. Hate the whole thing. I hate the finale. I hate all of the baby stuff. You hate the Jacob stuff, like I the, the hate kid it, that hate she it, talks hate to. It, hate, like I'm showing my teeth when I say hate is how much I hate it. Okay. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. But that fucking do babies dream thing. I was like, I see why we're here. I, this this makes sense now. I see I get why it. we've gone down this path, and I do not blame anyone for taking us here. Yeah. It was the wrong choice. But. <laughs> but Credence here. Yeah. Here's some Credence. No one, no one else has done this. Do babies fucking dream? I bet they fucking do. What? It, it sounds like he said they do. He's like, they could spend up to seven hours a day This was This is a land. great afternoon in a writing room where we fell down a rabbit hole. Like, what if what Someone if was like, hey, wait, do babies some dream? babies? Like, fuck, I don't know. But we shouldn't we shouldn't have leaned on that as a whole plot for a whole movie. No, I, I think we could have used it for like a really dark scare where we find out that babies dream. Or if dream. wasn't fucking attacking teenagers still, like, Maybe he followed some people he'd attacked in previous movies into that stage of their life. The fact that it's still kids with kids, it's it's a babies real... Babies having babies. <laughs> yeah, it's real sensitive still. Also, she finds out that she's pregnant at the beginning of this movie, and the rest of the movie seems to take place over pff, 72 hours. And she's doing some very dangerous things. She's having an ultra... Yeah, well, she's doing... Yeah, she's definitely tempting a miscarriage. She's getting dangerously close yeah, to losing she, the baby. Like, she should be assigned bed rest. But... She's, like, running around and swimming around the fucking boiler room. Yeah. <laughs> My thing, though, is, like, in that 72 hours, she's also, like, had an ultrasound. The baby has developed to a point where it it has dreams. Like, no fucking way. It it's still just It's still just, like, to borrow a phrase that you used, a... <laughs> shrimp cocktail inside her belly is well, what yeah. you said? Well, yeah, so at one point she, like, electrocutes herself into her ultrasound, or then she's inside her own belly. She can see inside of herself, yeah. And the baby is just, you know, like, one of those things that 
it's in a capsule and you put it in water and it grows into a dinosaur. <laughs> it's like that if they did that for babies. You're like, look, it's a little baby. <laughs> but it should look more like an amoeba. <laughs> yeah, it, would, it wouldn't have no defining features yet. Who cares? Whatever. What you really have to I do. I come to these films for medical accuracy, John. Oh. I told you I'm training for my medical license. Strictly through horror films. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to let you know right now that the most medically accurate film of this franchise has got to be the first one. Why do you say that? Because there's doctors in it. <laughs> there's and doctors in this. There's doctors in all of them. The doctors in this, cartoons. <laughs> they are cartoon <laughs> characters. The doctor, it has at least some bona fides in the first movie, right? He's got some bona fides. What are the what are bona fides? Bona feet. Hey, we're onto <laughs> something here. Uh, that doctor, played by Charles Fleischer, who would later go on to be Roger Rabbit. I thought you were going to be like, an actual doctor. An actual living doctor. No, he's also in Demon Knight. He's like, he's got he's got some horror cred. You're still going back to the past, boy. Yeah, all I do is go back into the world. We're doing it right now. We're dipping into movies that came out 40 years ago. Yeah, but for us, it's the present. Okay, sure. Let's stay in the present here. She, the, the, the kill in the beginning of this movie. Great. What's, sorry, you're going to have to Dan's remind me. Dan's kill. I was like, you're going to have to remind me. It's been a while. Yeah, the f- <laughs> I, I think it's the first kill. Dan, who is who who dies in his sleep while driving. There's a whole lot going on okay. in that. Let's just talk about plot-wise. So, oh, we're sticking on that. Okay. They're, they're having a party at the swimming pool, which I have to say, I was set up incorrectly for how cool high school would be. Yeah. Expected an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Did not get it. Expected after-hours parties in that Olympic-sized swimming yes, pool. Yes, very much so. Alice doesn't show up. She calls, and she's like, yo, Freddie's back. He was a baby. Climbed into the sweater. A whole big thing. He's like, I fucking okay. love that, that he, he escapes his mother and then finds like a sweater in an old church and is just like, I live here now. This, this is mine. <laughs> um, he's like Voldemort. <laughs> he looks like Voldemort. And he does some Voldemorty things. I would expect Freddy to have some horcruxes, yeah. But Dan... <laughs> that is that is the limit of my, uh, of my Harry Potter knowledge. So, so Dan's like, oh, gotta hustle to Alice. And... Falls asleep while fucking driving. It happens. What? It happens. Either way. So he falls asleep while he's driving. Yeah. Which, yeah, invokes Freddy, who is an English driver, we have learned. He drives on uh, the right side of the car. You don't think he was just like a, a, a driving instructor? Don't they have those? Or don't they just have the, the pedals? They don't have an actual steering wheel, right? Either way, he was driving. But the, my favorite thing about that whole kill... Oh, I forgot about this. ...is that he rips his own arm off, and he turns it into a seatbelt, yeah. and he buckles in the claws. Yes, he does. Oh, this, so good. This is everything you're looking for. You want Freddy to become part of the environment. Yeah, I just want him doing fucking shit like pulling his arm off. You also got like a, a long-armed Freddy when he when he first It made shows no sense, up. but I was like, okay. Yeah, why not? He's got a crazy weird big hand. Only one of them was long. The other one was normal. <laughs> yeah, it's to it's to make it look weird. Best entrance dialogue from Freddy so far, right? Like, oh, he's dead. Freddy's gone. We never have to deal with him anymore. We get a bunch of weird baby stuff in the beginning, and then he grows into adult Freddy and says, It's a boy! <laughs> Love it. That's good. That was great. And he calls his mom a bitch. Yeah, he calls everybody a bitch. He uses bitch a lot in this movie. Yeah, bon appetit, bitch. <laughs> my, my favorite bitch uh, definitely has to be when he slams the fridge door shut. And on the front of the fridge is a to-do list. And Does it on, say die, bitch? It's, yes, it's like t- things to do. Die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so sassy. I know, it's good stuff. But it's funny because this is the one where he's the most childlike. He's, t- he's, he's responded to his inner child. Do you remember when you first gave yourself the permission to swear? And 
and you were just like, fuck, bitch, ass, butt, poo, oh, yeah. ass, 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 <laughs> fart, ass, ass. <laughs> yeah, that was back when like saying poo or fart was a swear word. Yeah. yeah like, wait, are there are no days. adults around, right? Fart. <laughs> so Dan, man, Dan's death is actually kind of complicated because he goes from a truck to a car and then we go back to the truck. It turns out he never I, left the truck. Yeah, they like chuck him in the diner for a bit and then he's like, oh, still dreaming, going to get on this Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, so once he gets onto the motorcycle, that's when we are in like, you know, gold standard territory. Maybe not gold standard. This but... is the only death I don't really enjoy. You don't, so I remember also not liking this. I remember thinking, oh, part five, that's the one with the um, motorcycle death. It's really funny because you made me watch Running Man yesterday. Sure did. He looks like a Running Man dude at the end of his death. Kind of. He like becomes a motorcycle thing. Okay. Yeah. And I felt very like, this is a Running Man thing. I mean, it came out around the same time. It's only like two years later. Yeah. You know, it gave me very big like Tetsuo the Iron Man vibes. Okay. Because like he starts getting like fucking like gears and wires and shit hooked into him, and then he becomes more machine than man. And he's like one with the bike, but that's a bad thing in this scenario. <laughs> you do not want to be one with the bike. No, but like the whole center console is like Freddy's face, and it's like made up of like parts that was of the fun. bike. That was rad, dude. Yeah, where he was robotics for kids. <laughs> yeah, man, I I really really enjoyed that whole sequence this time around. Uh, I remember not liking it. I don't know why. And in my mind, it was like stupider and simpler. It was just like, he's on a bike, Freddy becomes the bike, well, some so wires did, hit him. We did watch the the DVD cut, which I think might have more than- You think so? Yeah, because I remember this one being cut down a whole lot, especially death-wise. So I, I remember think, hearing that a lot, too. I think we got more death-wise. I, so the, the other one that I remember being really simple and cut down was the comic book death. Okay. In my mind, it's like he gets sucked into the comic book, and that's almost that's kind of it. Like he gets sucked in, and we see a like a panel in the comic book where he's dead now, or he, and then we we move away from I that. I fucking love the comic book. That's yeah. what, that's what tipped this over for me. I think in you'll see in terms of my rankings. Oh, because I just I loved the creativity there. It mm-hmm. reminded me of oh fuck yeah, this franchise is the best because we get black and white Freddy and we get 2D kills and yes. we cut him. The, he, the color bled from him because he was paper. Isn't that amazing? I, it was profound. So, <laughs> and like we're, we're exploring sets that we've already been in before yes, and but they're cartoonized it's for like so comic good books because that character mark all we really know about him is he loves drawing comics and creating art but also that he works in like a costco warehouse yeah and so when he goes into the comic world it's like a comic guy's dreamland of the costco warehouse it's so good oh yeah and like the other thing too is that he's in full color He's actually in more color than before he got sucked into the comic book. Like, like Freddy like changes his clothes, and he's like he's got a little bit more red and green a all over him oof. now. Got a, yeah, got a little more panache. Got a little more chutzpah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> uh, but everything else around him is is like you know gray toned, including black, including Freddy, and it's all makeup. It's all it's all done practically. It's in camera. And the the seeing the sweater in black and white is just so cool because you're so used to the uh, iconic color scheme at this point yeah. and for them to switch it up and for him to like break out of his his color scheme I guess you're just like oh fucking Freddy you still got tricks in your 
bag. It looks good. It looks so, so good. And then he becomes like the character that he's been writing and he's got guns and he's like sort of like a robotic he's guy. Like, yeah, ro- like steampunk Zorro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, Freddy turns him into a, a 2D cartoon character and just hacks him to pieces. It's so good. The facial expressions on the life-size drawing as he's being snipped up. It's so good. It's great. Yeah, it's it's absolutely the highlight of the movie. It's oh. one of the best kills. One of my new favorite kills of the franchise. I, I think so. And if it's been cut down, like, goddamn, the movie's only like an hour and a half, maybe like an hour and 24 minutes. Like, how short is it if they cut all of that out? Yeah, and the other death that they cut down a lot was Greta, the models. And her death, I think, was my second favorite. I really? loved just the, I don't know, the, the entire universe was so creepy because it was just all of these affluent people laughing and they're at this huge dinner party. And I also just really loved how it was shot. There was a really, like, a lot of sweeping camera movements in this. This Some, whole movie. Yeah, like, a little like, more. push in here, pull out here, move to that, move to that. Like, it was why? so good in the diner scene because we're going across this long-ass table yeah and it goes it glides over food and stuff you know what just, that that was a good shot it, you're right and we we cut back from two different vantage points it's just lovely i really enjoyed it i also just love him being the chef and turning her into um violet from willy wonka pretty much yeah <laughs> she she gets cartoonish like way too fast i'm sure they they chopped it down a little bit well that, that's what you were saying mm-hmm. right I, I think I, there's still stuff missing there because I think there's more to do with the porcelain doll thing because she gets mm. kind of those two associations. She's a porcelain doll and then models don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do appreciate when she appears in Alice's fridge and like all of the food is starting to rot. I loved that. Yeah. I loved it. It was like choppy stop motion. Yeah. 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 So good. I really enjoyed that. That was that was really good. I'm not 100% nuts about her death though. It's just like him stuffing food in her face. It was like, eh. My thought is, like, if we're going to go here and be this cartooned and, like, have all this zany nonsense plot-wise, yeah. we might as well go there with the deaths. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. I it's liked a, it more than one. that bug thing in that last movie. Oh, yeah, I disagree. Dis- <laughs> I disagree hard. Okay, do you like the paper death or the bug death more? Ooh. Man, that's tough. The paper death is real smart, and it's done really well, and it looks good. The practical effects on that bug death are incredible. I'm going with the bug death. Hmm. He squishes it and goo comes out. <laughs> Man, that's good stuff. Okay, fine. The elbow's breaking, I'll give you, but nothing else. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, hey, they're both very, very good, but that one just edges out just a little bit. Another thing this film has going for it, I'm just going to keep talking about things that aren't plot. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Is that we should avoid that. <laughs> the fucking fashions are on point. Yeah, this is 1989. This is like peak Kim wants to buy every oh. wardrobe in this movie. Oh, and shout out to Yvonne for bringing it every fucking scene she's in. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. got hats. She's got harnesses. She's got suspenders. She's, she's got belts. She's got jeans for days. Oh, it's just... And the hairstyle. And I, oh. and she's a candy striper, right? Like, she's also got that outfit going. Even fucking Alice upped her game in this one. She had yeah. a great denim jacket, jean combo that I very much appreciated. I will say I liked Alice a lot more in this one than the last movie. 
Yeah, she, she seems uh, like more of a human being. Yeah, she's got a lot more going on in this. She's she's also just a lot less like, oh, what's happening? What do I do? Like, she's really like, we got to do this. We she's more go assertive. Here. Yeah. yeah, we got to fucking control this shit and get a handle on Freddy. And also, she seems really well together. Like, after Dan dies, she's just been there, done that. I'm a mom now. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> we, we, just, we do not spend a lot of like, time grieving Dan. We are chugging along. <laughs> <laughs> Her dad... Also has shaped up. Yeah. He, he had a good turnaround as well. Yeah, like, you know, he lost a son. He's got this daughter to care for. He's got a grandkid on and the way. And he's, like, buying healthy groceries yeah. for her because she's with child. Yeah, it's standing up for her in front of Dan's parents and shit, too, who they... They're okay. trying their best. It's misguided. They're trying their best. Yeah, you At can't... least they weren't, like, fucking abort it. We don't want this baby. Yeah, they, they come to her and they're basically just like, hey, we don't know if you can necessarily take care of this baby in your present condition. Which, We'd like to you adopt. Know, but she, from the from an outsider's perspective, she is shouting about dream demons a lot. Yeah, <laughs> she's talking a lot about to her doctor about my baby's got nightmares, and then maybe also somebody's going to steal my baby's soul and, and some other people's it, souls. My dead friends. There is a fucking moment in that ultrasound where we see the soul, I guess, of or the spirit of Freddy and Greta go into her fetus like they're hanging out in the womb with her baby that I just don't understand. Greta's soul or whatever appears a lot with Freddy. Like he's hanging on to them, which yeah. makes sense because they're part of his like, you know, chest thing, which yeah. they show off again in this movie. Yeah. Doesn't look as We're good. We're just veering too close into plot for me. <laughs> oh, we got to start talking about plot at some point because, oh, in the fourth movie, Freddy's only hanging around because he Alice- He needs introductions. Yeah, he needs intros. He's got to be, he's got to be introduced to his next victim. In this one, it's like- he was a Be baby once, so he likes this <laughs> other baby. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try and make sense of this. So, Alice is a dream master, which makes her unborn baby also a dream master. I guess has that ability. No, I don't think that's right. So, but here's. Mm. Oh. Freddy is appearing and killing people at times when they are not asleep. Now it's kind is of that like, true? Yeah, 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 totally. Because Dan was driving. No, he was asleep. That's what they say. He did like a blinky blink. He I don't totally know. fell asleep. But what's his face was reading a comic. Yeah, you could argue that all these people fell asleep doing the stuff that they were doing. But I swear to God, at a moment in the movie, they say that Freddy is using the baby's dreams. So it's when the You're making me so confused. When the baby is dreaming, that's when he's able to attack. What? Cuz like do you really think that Greta fell asleep at the dinner table? With her, with her mom and her friends. Yeah, it's possible. Alice said she did, but maybe that's because Alice that's didn't because she's running the off the rules. Baby. She's running off the oh, rules God. of part four. She's like, surely he fell asleep driving. Surely she fell asleep at this boring dinner party. But I think it's because of the dreams that the baby is having, and it's like, oh, showtime! Like the baby's no. asleep, I can attack. That's awful. I know it is. <laughs> and that's why we've been avoiding the plot. I always, I was just like, why does he care about Jacob? You know, I did like that one moment, though, when he holds Jacob's hand, like, with his claws. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, but that's, oh, that, that scene makes no sense either, because Jacob's just like, hey, I kind of have some of your special makeup effects now. I would like to learn how to take over your business one day. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the ropes. Give me the ropes, Pop Pop. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, so it's like this baby who is very clearly unborn has the consciousness to be like, I'm going to trick him. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I have, well, he did have a ghost nun coaching him. That's true. Which is insane to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I, oh, yeah. Right. The ghost nun. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, so I, I, I hate this. I hate it. I but hate it. I hate it. You've been awake long enough that it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but I'm also kind of okay with it. <laughs> but I have to say, I'm watching this, I'm getting goofy now. Watching this, I was very concerned most of the way through that they were going to reveal that Freddy was the father. So whatever. Oh, I know, right? Because he's like, do you see the resemblance? Whatever nonsense they served up, I was like, at least it's not that. At least it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's where he's hiding like it's actually him or something oh boy and that's the real reason is he just wants like custody <laughs> oh my god it's like kramer versus Kr- kruger versus kruger oh god in a very special episode of law and order svu <laughs> so uh yeah we very early on, have a nightmare with Freddy where he's coming back. That's where he says it's a boy. Uh, ha ha ha. Love it, love it, love it. Clap, clap, clap. Uh, <laughs> we see the ghost nun, which is Freddy's mom, basically tell Alice everything she needs to do. You need At the to beginning find... of the fucking movie. Yeah. You need to find my body. It's hidden here in like the local town wherever. And then she's just like, oh God, in if only I gothic... knew what she wanted. <laughs> in the big gothic matte painting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it takes her forever to send a friend to go look after it. Yeah, she waits until 40 minutes and all of her friends are dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, these friends are new friends that she has made. Yeah. That and have become her besties. They graduated high school. That don't in know. Springwood. Yes, that's true. So, so we're still in the town of which Freddie haunts. And I'm assuming they all were in the same grade of which her friends. Like six friends died in the last movie, yeah, and they don't necessarily know anything about it. No, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "What is this? No, Freddy killed no Dan." I was gonna say like, "Who's friends with the girl whose whose entire group was slaughtered?" But on the other hand, nothing makes you cooler than a scandal, mm-hmm. right? Except they did. Obviously, had no whatever. It's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's continuity is is picked and chosen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of the ghost nun stuff, ghost mom nun stuff, which there's a lot of it, is weird. Yeah, I didn't. None of it works. I didn't buy the nun stuff when they tried to sell it to me in part three. Oh, Was it part three or part two? Part three. Yeah. You don't like that? No. That's fine. I like it. I didn't like the nun. I didn't like the. I don't need a Freddy origin story. They got so fucking crazy with the origin story in this, though, that they were like, yeah, we saw her grave, but she didn't die there. You're like, what? (laughs) You know what we need to do? We need to show the rape. You know what the people want to see? A hundred gross men descending on an innocent woman. Oh, yeah. Also, one of them looks a lot like Freddy, so clearly that's the sperm that won. Yeah. Ugh. That that was the logic of that scene. Oh yeah, that, well yeah. What? Yeah, that that was the logic of that scene. I'm not over here going like, yeah, checks out. What? Are you, like, they, I watched the same movie. Don't accept it. <laughs> I have to, otherwise, I can't continue with the next part of the movie. Oh, God. You have to just say okay. Do we have another dream something up next? What do we have next? Next we have Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Okay, I don't remember that one. It's got a 3D sequence. 
We've seen that a whole bunch, yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of times. We're definitely watching it with 3D goggles. We do have the glasses. It's got a cameo from Johnny Depp. It's got a cameo from Alice Cooper. I think Iggy Pop might make an appearance. I should save this for the podcast. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we need to do? Yeah, we need to talk about the entire finale of no, the movie. I think we we're did. gonna do it real quick. I think we did it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I think we're done. Everybody shows up. They're like, let's climb some weird staircases for a few minutes. Run away from each other. Run toward each other. Bad. Bad, bad effects. Yeah, talk about mother's love a little bit. Um, one gets an ugly baby, one gets a nice one. Yeah, and let's lock some doors. Lock some doors, <laughs> break some doors. We're at the park and it's over. <laughs> it's weird, man. There's no, I don't understand it. So it's like Jacob helps trick Freddy. And he uses the souls that Freddy gave him to like shoot him back into being a baby. Yeah. And then Well, they're like then... the barrels that you shoot into Jaws, right? There's no way they didn't use this analogy That's when they great. were on set. They were just like, yeah. They're these, weighing him down. They're weighing him down. They're pulling him toward the good Even though mom. he's been wearing soul suits for like the last three movies. Yeah. He he's been really happily wearing souls. <laughs> and then, so, but then he's, so he's turned into Freddy baby. Yeah. Freddy. Mom picks him up. <laughs> Puts him into her belly, and yeah. she's like, oh, like, this is giving me indigestion. <laughs> and then Better lock Alice, myself in seven doors Alice, before I fart. Alice does the same thing with Jacob, baby, and she's like, oh, nice little baby in my tum-tum. And Ghost Mom's <laughs> like, you should go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's perfectly logical. It makes total sense. <laughs> I hope somebody accidentally fast forwards into the end of this episode. I would. And they listen to that before they listen to part one, part two, part three, part... Is this part five? Yes. And they're just like, what? Ghost nun? What the fuck? If honestly, if it were me and I came across this like series of podcasts, I'd start with the last one and be like, show me them when they get fucking crazy and weird. And then I'll just like roll back in time like, oh, it, it ended so nicely. They're sane again. This might break us forever. We don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> like, I'm sweating too. Yeah, which is crazy because I turned the furnace off when we, for, for us to record so there was less background noise. But for some reason, my body temperature is rising. I think it's the caffeine like <laughs> leaking out of our pores. That might be it. It's like Freddy is real and we're trying to avoid him. Don't scare me. <laughs> so, uh, Kim, we got a few questions we got to go through before okay. we get out of here. Mm -hmm. Do we have... I've lost the word. Chutzpah? This is good. This, yeah, chutzpah. We, you've already said it in this episode. I know. We're going to have to get used to this. There's just going to be a level of brain fog that's that's rolling in. Yeah. Like, right, right Finding now- Finding words, not a thing. Yeah, right now, we have some, like, early morning mist, just, like, making it a little harder to see things in the ether. But, like, by the time we get to Jason versus Freddy, I think it's going to be, like- Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. It's really weird you saying it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, like, thick London fog, you know? We're not going to be able to see through. So chutzpah, I think he's a, he's got a good amount of chutzpah. In this. He's got a, yeah, he uh, he's got some chutzpah. He makes some choices. They're fucking weird and wild, but that's why we love him. Great A chutzpah. Let's yeah. leave it. Okay, oh, yeah. We don't need to, we don't need to rank everything we talk about. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so, and Lair, we're back in the church. We're I don't like the church lair. I'm not nuts about the church lair either. I think you know it allows for some cool lighting and stuff. Uh, it looked a lot better in part four. Yeah, they like went all block. 
Like, yeah, and this were in like those optical. Yeah, uh, optical they went like end stage Van Gogh with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the poster. What do you think of the poster? How does it rank against the rest of them? Um, it's kind of bit- it reuses a lot of things from previous ones, like the hand shape and the eyeball. So I'm I'm gonna throw it at the bottom. Poster. Yeah, I'm not I'm not terribly nuts about it either. I mean, the pram looks I, cool. All the, like individually, they're all fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all. It's good. just not the best of the bunch. Yeah. What else do we do? Ratings. We, yeah, we got to rate this motherfucker. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, all plots aside, I'm giving this a two and a half out of four. Two and a half. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a stand-up film. She liked it, does not want to talk about the plot. <laughs> She's pleading the fifth on the plot. She's exercising her right thing. not to incriminate herself by talking about the plot. <laughs> 2.5 out of four. Okay. If we dissect it, it falls apart. Okay, so here's where we have a bit of a separation. I'm giving it a two out of four. Wow. That's how I feel about it. I think it's not very, it's it's weird and wild and off the rails, but it has some great sequences and some fun uh, hijinks of our chutzpah. From our main, from our main guy. I'm gonna write it down for you so you can you I'm can go- look at it. I'm gonna soon need every. Except word it's you spelt like chutzpah because it's a. I think it's a Hebrew word. Yeah, chutzpah. Chutzpah. There you go. And so ranking, I think I can guess your ranking. Oh, so we're different now. We are, we have now, we are now on separate paths. We've diverged. Yeah. Okay, so I am one, three, two, five, four. Yeah, and I am I am the the reverse on those last two. So one, three, two, four, five. Wow. And it's not it's it, for both of us not a huge difference between those two. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, for me at least. Mm. <laughs> but that's just our opinion. Let us know what you thought of Nightmare on just, Elm Street 5. Just, just don't talk about the plot. <laughs> the dream child. Do not talk to us about plot. We only want to hear about the comic book kill and the motorcycle And Freddy Baby. And Freddy Baby. Uh, you can hit us up here in the comments on The Fiend Club and the Nightmare on Film Street Discord at nofspodcast.com slash discord. Reach us any damn way you please. It doesn't matter. We want to hear everything that you have to say about dream child thank you so much for supporting us here at nightmare on film street we love doing crazy nonsense like this we hope you we guys- love it right now we might hate <laughs> it soon we hope you guys enjoy these uh this weird series of episodes because it's about to get weirder <laughs> coming up next we are talking about freddy's dead the final nightmare but until then i'm john i'm kim stay, stay awake, awake. We've spared your soul this week, fiend, but only because you've earned it. More exclusive content can be found lurking at nofspodcast.com slash fiend club. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends.